0: It's Erica and Liana come join us on Patreon where you can unlock weekly episodes videos and be invited to Patreon exclusive
1: Zoom meetups. Just download the Patreon app and search for Night Guys Podcast
0: or go to the website www.patreon.com forward slash Night Podcast.
1: You can join for as little as two dollars a month for full access.
0: See you on Patreon. Squiddle deedle 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 deedle. <laughs>
1: and this is the Night Guys Podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true crime. And it's the last episode of the year, guys. So Ooh. we're
0: drinking. A pop. Erica
1: actually just drank a ton of olive juice. I just watched <laughs> her
0: drink it from the can. I was
1: like, what the fuck? Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> uh, I got a little bit left. I got to finish it before I can reach the olives that are in the bottom that my little fangies can't touch. <laughs> <laughs> get to it, dude. I'm I'm almost there. It's like uh olive juice, wine. Olive juice, wine. They go great together. White wine? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm mm. Of course. That's what pairs with it? <laughs>
1: uh get to those briny depths. Gotta your I olive love juice. Olives. Mm. Are they black olives or what, what olives they? are green. Mmm. Yum, yum. So good. I just... Now I
0: want the olives that we have
1: in our fridge. Fuck.
0: They're good. I like green <sighs> and black. Yeah. Love them all. If I'm making a pizza at home, give me all them black olives. They gotta go right on it.
1: <laughs> I know. I get really upset when people are like, ew, olives. I'm like, ew, you don't get pizza then. <laughs>
0: They're just so good. I've liked them since I, I, whenever I first had pizza, I was like, put some olives on that stat.
1: They're salty and delicious. Mm. What's not to like? Salt is the best. God, I love them.
0: I should, maybe I'll put a can of olives in my stocking for myself.
1: <laughs> oh my God. That's a great idea. Oh my God. I'm going to do that for Sean. <laughs> do
0: it for, for myself. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'll probably do it for myself, too. Yeah, do it for yeah. yourself.
0: That's my, my motto. Do it for <laughs> yourself.
1: We're recording this right before Christmas, guys, just so that you know, because we're actually a few weeks ahead, mm-hmm. which is terribly exciting. Terribly, um, terribly, So, <laughs> forgive us for mentioning Christmas when you are listening to this well after you've opened all gifts, or celebrated whatever... Awesome Saturnalia, you have celebrated.
0: 2021 is gonna be better eventually.
1: <laughs> At some point. I'm not gonna say immediately, uh-uh. but it can't happen. But it will be.
0: I'm gonna say March.
1: Oh, that's roughly when we anticipate we'll be able to buy our house. Mm,
0: see, there we go. March. It's good. March.
1: We're marching on March. into 2021.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go maybe March, okay, 19th. <laughs> That's heard the it day, here. guys. Mark it and circle it on your calendar. <laughs> All right, I'll take the it. If something shitty shit happens, shit then I'm gonna blame you. Write that <laughs> <laughs> right now. Right G U D. Okay. Real good. <laughs> it's a real good R-L-G-U-D. day. R L G U D. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, you have news. I do not.
0: Okay. World's largest wooden Bigfoot sculpture unveiled in South Dakota. This was Toddye. World's
1: largest. Oh, my
0: goodness. <gasps> a talented chainsaw artist in South Dakota was, uh, has created what is believed to be the world's tallest <laughs> wooden Bigfoot sculpture. Oh. <laughs> wow. According to a, let that word out, local media report, the monstrous Ooh. piece was unveiled over the weekend at the Community of Keystone's Bigfoot Bash event. The man behind the enormous. Mm, my goodness! Oh my goodness! A is Jarrett Dahl, <sighs> who began fashioning the individual parts of the sculpture. On pieces of <laughs> no, pine, no. cedar, and pine Wait, wood. he
1: had to piece it together?
0: It wasn't out of one piece. It kind of looks okay. like roofing where it's like layered. Um, oh. Doop, doop, doop. He started this in October alongside a crew of workers from Kentucky. He assembled the complete sculpture over the course of hat dives. At the Bigfoot wow. bash, the Keystone Chamber of Commerce measured the artwork <laughs> and determined that it is exactly <laughs> 22.8 feet from sitting on his butt to the top of his head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. The epic size of the statue has the community feeling confident that can uh, now boasting having the world's largest wooden chainsaw sculpture of Bigfoot. While they very well may hold that specific record, it's worth noting last month's unveiling of Gasquatch in Oklahoma, callback mm-hmm. which measures a whopping 30 feet tall and therefore likely still holds the title. For world's tallest depiction of Bigfoot. But this Bigfoot's sitting down on his booty lounging. So technically, he's
1: taller. He's bigger. If he stands
0: up, it's over. Oh, he's really
1: cool looking. I'm looking at him right now. He's really
0: cool. I I do like him. His beard kind of looks like big wine corks. (laughs) (laughs) Which I like. We
1: would equate it to that. Mm. And his fur looks like used wine corks (laughs) that are covered in wine.
0: (laughs) I like it. I like you.
1: Oh, wow. It's almost like a, it almost reminds me kind of like of a Burning Man situation.
0: Totally. Like an art installation, like it's out in the desert. I like him. Huh. He's cool. We should go sit on his lap. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I wish his face had a little bit of paint in it, though. Just like his uh, eyes. I just wish his yeah. eyes were darker.
1: That's He'd all. Prob- that would probably be terrifying.
0: Looking. I like it. No, he's relaxed. He does look pretty chill. That's not a predatory pose. That's a oh, come in. and hang out. <laughs> That's a come hither pose.
1: Oh, no. no. I don't His know
0: beard that. is Interesting.
1: It looks like it needs some beard
0: oil. It's a little beardy. I never thought about (laughs) Sasquatches having a beard. Maybe the
1: boys do. Maybe the girls don't. Because we've only ever seen videos
0: of females. That looks like a guy. Okay, now I'm starting to do the turnaround. Now do I not like it? Maybe I don't like it now. I don't like that his bottom lip is like a This is a beard. Why is he wearing a beard? He looks like Bigfoot dressed up as Bigfoot Santa. Put glasses on him, people would think he's Bigfoot being Santa.
1: I bet you it's because the artist didn't know how to draw a human face or like a Bigfoot face. So they were just like, Fuck it, cover it with beard. It looks like shit.
0: (laughs) Don't you think like the bottom part that's open should have it should be at least filled in, I feel like. Uh I don't know. Or don't don't you have a mustache?
1: Maybe the mustache is like a tribute to the artist's dad. No. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Now I hate it. Boo hiss. Oh god. It's fine. It's fun. <laughs> I like Erica's his, just a I hater. like his pose though. I do like that. Yeah. It
1: like does
0: that. look very relaxed. Why does he have such a Okay. I'm over it.
1: Stop stop nitpicking. I got him. That took a lot of work. It took eight a days. A lot of work and a lot of effort. Eight days, no, to that took eight days to, of assembly. No, eight days of assembly, not of just planning. What's he
0: doing? Oh my god! He's in quarantine. You're a horrible person.
1: <laughs> so today, <laughs> we're talking about something that one random day I was watching documentaries and I happened upon this story and. I couldn't not share it because it was just two bananas. So here we are. Okay. We're talking about Bruce and Jan Maccabee. And those names may be familiar to you. They might not be, but they will be. Bruce Maccabee <laughs> will soon be launched in your brain forever because Uh-oh. he is a UFO expert. He's got a PhD. He studied physics at Worcester Polytechnic Institute in Massachusetts. He got a BS in physics as well. Hmm. And like, he's got he's got a ton of degrees. He's not a stupid person by any means. Like he's actually very very intelligent and he likes to write reports on UFO experiences. Like he's very into UFO history study. The reason that I'm talking about him is because his wife experienced a very interesting UFO phenomenon. Mm-hmm. And given my proclivity to watch sci-fi movies, I felt it was necessary to share this because <laughs> she experienced a predator-like event in the forest.
0: God, that's so scary. It is. I mean, that...
1: But it's Predator- also kind of ridiculous. God, I
0: don't like that. I don't want to, like, mm. you know, maybe, I don't know. Actually, I take that back. I was going to say I would be more scared of, like, a Predator type of alien because they have... Like, if I'm imagining Predator or, like, something like that in my brain, mm-hmm. I'm seeing that they have, like, armor and, like, defensive, like... I don't know. Like, they have a helmet and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, That almost to me... At first, I was going to say it's more scary, but now I think it's less scary. <laughs> I think it's less scary because they're intelligent. Because if they have things that are covering them up, that means then mm-hmm. I can kill it. If you got naked gray walking out, th- what? That means they got all kinds of weird telepathic psychic powers. bullshit yep. that I can't even shoot at. You so can't give me the that. guy with the armor because he is scared of getting hit. <laughs> I need that. He knows that he has squishy parts that are... Yeah, and I can... Damageable. Blow those up. <laughs> Naked, skinny, gray alien. I mean, that just... That's a,
1: that's a power move right there. That's a right huge
0: there. power move. <laughs> I don't like that move. I hate that move. That he's move. He's like,
1: come at me, bro. And you're like, I can't. You can't even...
0: And he's like, look, I don't even have a dick to kick. You're fuck. And I'm like, no, you're right
1: rocks at it, I guess. Oh, I
0: Light it on fire. It's the only way.
1: <laughs> yeah, but um, just back to this Bruce guy. He's been on a ton of TV shows, Fox, CBS, radio shows, Nightline, Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Current affair. <laughs> like, wow! But he's also been a speaker at MUFON at symposiums, um, UFO conferences. He was featured. He's been featured in a lot of stuff. He lives in Ohio. Oh, and apparently he's an accomplished pianist. <laughs> whoa
0: well, wow. nice. He's hitting all the And he the performed
1: fans. at MUFON. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he performed piano at I MUFON. Probably played that stupid song from what's it called with Richard Dreyfus, Close Encounters. He probably played that bullshit. <laughs> weird Maybe he just played board. the X
1: Files theme.
0: God. That would be fun. It. That would be okay. All uh, right. So we're going to talk about
1: his wife's experience because she's not into any of this stuff. Mm. Okay. So I'm going to read his report, and he calls it Predator in the Forest or Jan's Weird Experience.
0: <laughs> I love that one. <laughs>
1: I know. I like it, too. Uh, It says it was Wednesday, September 29th, the next to last day in September, and hunting season for deer in Ohio was just four days old. The day started cool and damp and then became a beautiful, warm day with a nice sunset. Jan was anxious to begin hunting. Her method of hunting consisted of waiting and watching while seated in a tree stand. The seat of mm-hmm. her stand was at the top of a 15 foot ladder. Her seat is in the northwestern corner of a many acre wood that is surrounded by large planted fields and low des- density residential areas. Her seat faces east and is surrounded on all sides by trees.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So she didn't hunt in the morning, but she did climb up the 15, foot, the 15 feet to the seat to test the newly installed bow hanger. Uh, she took a picture of her bow hanging from the bow hanger. She took a picture and other pictures below. So she he includes pictures. It's great. With her Blackberry Pearl Model eighty one or 8130 camera phone.
0: Okay, I was like, Blackberry. wait a are, are you describing like, a bow to me right now? Or does she really have a Blackberry? Nope. <laughs> she a Blackberry. She's
1: got a Blackberry. Because <laughs> cool. this happened, uh, it doesn't say the year, but assuming that, oh, given that it's a Blackberry, it's a while ago. Right, <laughs> so, yes. And he titles, he calls it a camera phone not just a phone. Uh so the phone Maybe. records the phone records the date and time of each picture, the spatial resolution, which is the number of pixels horizontal and vertical, and the total byte size of each picture file as you can find in any camera phone now.
0: Right.
1: So and then he includes a picture showing the her bow hanging from this bow holder. Okay. So Jan had a strange experience while in the trees in the late afternoon and evening. She went to her tree stand at about 5:30 and sat. A squirrel was dropping nut pieces on her head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's my favorite part.
1: <laughs> um yes, and animals um birds and crickets were moving and making noise. To occupy her time, she was texting. Oh my god, he has that in quotes. <laughs>
0: Is that not an official <laughs> term for I This
1: might have okay. Bear in mind, his website is one of those really awesome old-looking websites. That,
0: weird. Yeah, stuff. it's
1: like it's almost more like a blog. So and this might have been from the time when texting was not a word in the dictionary yet, <laughs> which would it. actually make sense because he's very specific Scholarly with his verbiage. And whatnot. Yes. Okay. Well, my. Um, so she was. Quote, texting with her phone, which is a means of silent communication, he explains. Stop it. (laughs) I'm not joking. (laughs) I love this. I love this. I love reading his reports. At about 6.21 p.m., she decides to photograph herself in the tree stand. She was facing east with the sun at her back. She held the camera above her and to the left. The sun was behind her, low in the west, with the light filtering through the tree branches. So the light's filtering through behind her. She took the first photo with the camera a bit above her head and to her left so she'd get a photo looking down past her to the ground so that she decided to take a second. Okay. She took the second photo and didn't like it, so she deleted it.
0: <laughs> well, you only got so much space. It's
1: fast. I know, it's a Blackberry. You probably got like four pictures and then max. yeah. <laughs> <So. laughs> Suddenly, the woods went quiet. Noise stopped, she says. The silence was quote weird. It it mm. so surprised and unnerved her that she wrote a text message to her friend thereby documenting this event. Ew, Something is wrong. The woods just went to a dead silence. That's no squirrels, no birds, no crickets. I mean it is odd.
0: Even with animals that we know exist, not just like mm-hmm. a cryptid thing, but like documented animals. Like if there's a predator that is near animals Everything know that's a thing. Stops. It's not just a paranormal mm-hmm. thing. Um, so you could then like kind of apply that to a cryptid that is a predator. Like it would work the same mm-hmm. way. Right. Yeah. I'm and I mean, them.
1: I'm assuming this is assuming that she hasn't made any noise because she's been sitting up in this, um,
0: yeah, she's being what quiet. Are those,
1: like a high hide. She's been sitting up there yep. silently. She didn't do anything. So she tells her friend it's odd at 623. Mm -hmm. she thought a coyote or maybe a black panther or some predator animal caused the quiet as she knows as hunters know that when a predator such as a bear for example enters an area that other animals tend to become quiet as you've explained uh she then became or then she became aware that a weird visual quote effect was moving rightward across her field of view at an apparent distance of maybe 15 to 20 feet
0: close okay
1: so she described it as if looking through saran wrap. Perhaps a more apt comparison would be like looking at a mirage above a hot road. Okay. She com- so she compared this distortion of the scene as being somewhat like the effect of the invisible creature in the Predator movie. This distortion was at a higher altitude than her 15 feet above the ground, perhaps at about 25 feet above the ground. She took her glasses off and rubbed her right eye thinking she had a floater. <laughs> like a moat in her eye, but after rubbing it, it was still there and not a floater. That's Mm. disgusting. Uh, So it moves, and then it disappeared, but things looked normal, and she could hear sounds again. Okay. After it disappeared. As she recalls it, she held the camera in her right hand, about a foot and a half from her face. She was trying to take a picture of the distortion, and she recalls the picture was taken immediately after the distortion disappeared. The picture that she took should show the nearby trees. And the picture that he includes looks like a bunch of sunstreaks and human hair.
0: So is it hers?
1: That's the weird thing. A minute or two later, she took two more pictures of herself. So she turned the camera around, which is selfies. And they're shown as totally normal pictures.
0: Okay, so you mean when you're comparing it to the selfie, it's because her hair isn't actually down.
1: Well, the selfies of her face, it's like her wearing a baseball cap and there's a tree behind her. The sun is coming on her back. So if I'm looking at her,
0: if I'm looking at
1: her, it's just her face and like a little bit of her shoulders. And like the sun is coming from behind her head. You can see her face very clearly in her selfies. So when she turns the camera around to take a picture of the distortion, it's like this weird sun-streaked hair picture that shouldn't happen. That's what he's trying to explain. Okay. So after sitting for an hour and a half more, she left the tree stand at about 7.45 p.m. and came to dinner with our guests for the evening. She didn't even think to mention her strange experience because she was just like, eh. Weird shit. After dinner cleanup and a movie, the guests were about to leave when I checked my Facebook messages and saw one from Jan's nephew, a high school student. So this is where it gets crazy. There was a sighting by a number of students and faculty at the high school during band practice just before dark. The high school is about one mile north, northwest of the tree stand. He wrote, We were playing tonight on the field, and just as it was starting to get dark, a huge bright light appears over the field and begins to move sideways. Then, in a matter of five seconds or so, it disappeared, getting smaller almost every second. After about five minutes later, it reappeared. This time, it was amber in color. I know of four people who saw this, and according to an upperclassman, the same thing happened last year, and they actually stopped rehearsal. Hmm. Obviously, Bruce is like, what the hell is this? So he asked him what time... And he was like, about 7.50, p.m. So it was like right it's after. sunset time. Um, so it was about an hour and a half after Jan's phenomenon. So whether or not this high school sighting was connected Jeez. to what Jan saw, the fact is that it had an immediate effect on her when I mentioned this to Jan and other guests at the house. She suddenly realized that she hadn't told anyone of her own experience, and then she described it in considerable detail, that what she recalled about the forest going silent and the appearance, appearance of the moving distortion.
0: Can I say something? Yeah. What's really weird, man. Okay, so I've read enough. Like, I hate that I even gonna say this sentence. I hate it. But what? I've read enough UFO story. <laughs> I don't want to say it. You're like, no, I don't want to say it. <laughs> and gross. Um. Well, I mean, you know, because I'm really thinking about this. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's my brain food. So, <laughs> what's interesting about that is. And a lot of stories that I've read where people have seen like a alien or um, experienced some kind of like UFO encounter, like a common theme is that they forget that it yes. happened, or they remember it, but it's like like a one out of ten. It's a one on their like oh that's weird scale. It's like yeah, it's like so played down, and then not until like years later sometimes when it gets brought up again they're like that's familiar i was there or this happened to me or i've seen something like this and it's like whoa that's weird and it's weird that i didn't think that this is really Mm -hmm. really odd so that's kind of funny that she had the realization that i haven't even told anyone this happened and this was yeah something that i definitely should tell people happened let alone, mm-hmm. like, you know, at least your family and, like, people you trust. I get it if you don't want to tell people who the you, world <laughs> like, might not trust <laughs> and they'll judge your sanity people. But, um... Like, work people or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So she, yeah, she realized that she had completely forgotten and didn't tell anybody about this. And she described in detail what was going on. And then she later recalled she had actually sent a text describing the forest going silent. She also recalled that her ending phrase, is odd, uh, was an oblique reference to the moving distortion, but she did not describe the distortion diff- effect to her friend because she knew it would take a lot of text to fully explain what she had seen. <laughs> Data plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Instead, she felt that she should stop texting and return her concentration to hunting. Question. D- uh-huh.
0: If you were up in that... um like observation tree whatever place like the uh-huh. little hunter hide hole um how scary would that be
1: i would jump even though i'd be like that shit's far i'd be like i'm gonna That's try how to jump I down feel
0: too which is weird because if you were on the ground like i feel like part of me might think i need to get up and out of here but something mm-hmm. about sitting up high there feels very much like sitting duck style like
1: well, also that thing was up higher than she was. It was twenty five feet, and she was about True. fifteen feet high. So I'd be like, "Get me away! I don't away know is down."
0: Like my instinct is like, "Get out on the like, get out of there onto the ground."
1: Mm-hmm. I know it sounds stupid and counterintuitive. It but does. I feel but my like getting, that's to, how I but feel getting too. also to like a wide open plane, where this distortion can't really hide. I feel like would be better. Yeah, than something the trees.
0: about Yeah, it's weird because so many, like, circumstances would be like, oh, like, get up, you know, like, where you can't reach (laughs) me. And this doesn't feel, I don't know, that's a weird one. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I would do. I mean, I guess it depends if she's hunting, then I would assume she's, like, well camoed. I don't know. She's wearing camo. I don't like it. I guess she has a weapon, too, so.
1: She's got a bow like a reflex bow. know how
0: good she is with it. I don't know. I mean, I feel like if she's sitting up there, like, that's... I don't don't know. Barf. I don't know what I would do. I would be blowing up that Blackberry, though. I'd be calling everybody. (laughs) So, this is where
1: it gets a little weird. So, she had taken pictures... Hot. (laughs) Naughty, naughty pictures. Um... (laughs) this is going to be kind of hard to describe because I'm simply describing something without showing you the pictures, but um, he shows the scene photographed under normal conditions the next day, but an hour earlier. So he shows like, this is the direction of where she saw this, the distortion. And he compares it to the picture that she had taken of that area, which is, it's like night and day. Like it makes no sense because all you're seeing is like, the normal the normal picture next day was just the forest it's just green trees everything's normal and then the picture that she took looks like this brown and white streaky photograph with like some hair like it looks like somebody's face is in the picture but then the sun's behind them and the sun is highlighting the hair only on one side of their head you know what i'm talking about
0: yeah
1: the sun just kind of brightening it but she claims that she took the picture outward.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at it.
1: Oh, you're looking at it now? Mhm. Do you see the difference between the hair picture and the trees? Can you describe it better than I did, please? I
0: mean, like the distorted photo is like you're saying it looks like um like light refracting. Mhm. So it's like a light refracted picture, but on the left portion of it, like vertical is like wisps of hair. And it's it is weird, and then the comparison is just a forest shot, yeah. trees and like foliage. Mm-hmm. I don't understand because I'm even trying to think like if she messed up and somehow put her finger over the lens or did something like that's on her finger. No there's still there still
1: would not be hair. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah right. Like, like I don't know, and I'm looking at the picture of her. I don't. Mm. And is she sure that wasn't a selfie?
1: The camera didn't have the selfie feature on it. So oh, she'd so have to she... flip her phone around.
0: The only thing that I could guess, if it wasn't, is that she. Okay. Is that she took the picture and then turned it. The camera? Like mid? Mm-hmm. Maybe? That's the only thing but I can But this
1: is where it gets weird. Of. All of the other pictures were taken at a spatial resolution of 1024 pixels, horizontal by 768 pixels, vertical. Yet the weird picture was taken at 528 by 400. And the other pictures had a bite size over 200 kilobytes, whereas this one only had 43.2. He looked it up and he tried to go through the settings in the phone. There is no way that that could have been achieved on that phone without like tinkering with the phone
0: what so it's like zoomed in more than she could like make it zoom in manually
1: it changed the ratio of the um of the picture but she couldn't have done it on her phone like it had to have been done I, i don't know how
0: what okay they don't
1: know how it got to that resolution. Like, it doesn't make sense because all of their pictures that she took before and after were of the exact same size 1024 by 768. It was just that one weird picture.
0: Hmm. I don't know.
1: So she, like, she didn't even. So they claim that she didn't try to change it. And she didn't even know until he investigated her phone, how it's done with her camera. But even if she had tried, she couldn't have set the camera for 528 by 400. So they don't, they don't know.
0: Hmm.
1: As we've been saying, the distortion in the picture looks like a collection of reflections, um, as one might find like in in a photo of hair. Um, It's not to suggest that Jan's hair was in front of the camera because it couldn't have been. Her hair was tied in a ponytail and she wore a cap over it. He's trying to explain that that couldn't have been her because of the way that the weird close up was. I'm just not really sure about this one.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know.
1: know. They did a lot of experiments with her phone camera.
0: I can say I've taken some weird ass pictures. <laughs> 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 They've turned out, like I said, uh-huh. pretty weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, okay. Oh,
1: and can I also include the incident about the strange lights reported at the school? Yes. To conclude, they, had, they have no actual conclusion of uh, Jan's um, experience because they documented and tried to recreate as much of it as they could. Um, they weren't able to succeed with trying to figure out what happened with her camera in terms of the distortion. So that's just an open-ended question for them. But the strange lights that was experienced at the school um, it occurred between 7.50 and 8 p.m., about half an hour after sunset. This particular t- event took place on the 29th of September, so the same night, it's so a Wednesday night, at an outdoor high school band rehearsal. It was dark, oh, so this, they say, um, it says by MP. I'm not sure who MP was, but he says, it was dark behind us all, and we had been practicing the same drill move maybe eight to 10 times. I remember feeling this that this was monotonous, and I can tell by the groans and expressions of those around me that the monotony was getting to them as well. I remember the music being played was the last few measures of the song. The heat is on in Saigon from the Broadway musical (laughs) Miss Saigon. (laughs) The fact that you know that is a little weird, but okay. The saxophone section stood right about the center of the field with the clarinet section right behind us. You'll see why this is important. Okay. All of a sudden, I begin to notice a bright light in the sky. Where there had been plenty of airplanes uh, about earlier so i think in my mind dismissed it as an airplane but when the guy standing next to me yelled what the hell is that i knew it was something else not an airplane i looked up And the two of us followed it for about three to five seconds. Whatever this thing was, it moved to the right and got smaller as if it shrank more every second. And then it was gone as if it had never been there. (laughs) I actually remember looking over to the guy next to me just as he looked at me with his mouth agape and my eyes were probably wide open. The thing is, we were dumbfounded. It all happened so quickly, our minds couldn't process it. I think I was trying to rationalize when my mind said airplane. But I said to myself, no, airplanes don't disappear when they aren't bright white. And they aren't bright white
0: circles. Airplane. Keep it together. It's not an airplane.
1: A few minutes had probably passed by this time. And I don't even think the two of us, my friend and I, had even played for a while. Instead, we just kind of stood and stared at the sky. By this time, the fellow next to me started asking people around us if they had seen it. Gross. Yes, the girl saxophone player who stood in our row—if she had seen it—it it just she just got a sort of worried look on her face and went back to marching, dismissing what she had just heard. I feel <laughs> I like see, she saw it happening. and it was she was denying what she had I seen. I did that. She was pulling what are in you Erica. Do? She's like, uh uh-uh, uh, play the saxophone. No, Erica would
0: <sighs> get ready to. I'd be like, someone hairspray lighter now. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that to a UFO. I will. Watch me.
1: As you just clapped your way through that, you yeah, you adjusted the camera. Good job.
0: <laughs> I'm angry about it. I don't like <laughs> it. I mean, you have options when you're in a group of people like doing band stuff that you get out of there and leave everyone else out there.
1: <laughs> Excuse me, I gotta leave band practice right now. At, at the I
0: gotta whiz gotta go to the whiz palace Got to whiz i'll be right back bye never <laughs> say hi to the aliens for me assholes <laughs> toodles so this guy
1: says by this time i'd say five to eight minutes had passed since the initial light had disappeared and suddenly is a- has appeared again this time it was smaller and amber in color. It continued to travel on its course to the right and disappeared into the starry night. We saw nothing else after this, but every once in a while I felt I would see something out of the corner of my eye. But I was yeah, probably I just bet. imagining PTSD.
0: Things.
1: Yeah. I want to know what that girl saw because I feel like she shut down because she, she saw was the whole thing.
0: They are speaking to her. <laughs> Ew. I just... Like Voldemort spoke to the students. <laughs> I feel like maybe I need <laughs> to some order a Magneto um, like you know how helmet. Xavier has his <laughs> telepathy powers and Magneto is like you can't when I'm wearing my helmet I
1: mm-hmm. need that
0: helmet okay what's it made out of? Adamantium <laughs>
1: Okay. What? Wait. Wait. What's that shit that's in um Black Panther? Mm, I don't know. It's probably what's the adamantium. Shit
0: that's made, no, it's a Marvel universe.
1: It's the stuff that's uh, that Captain America's shit's made out of. Yeah. It's the that's same not adamantium. I'm no. pretty sure
0: it's the same stuff as Wolverine's claws.
1: Oh, vibranium. Mm,
0: that's a gross word too. It's
1: it's composed of a proto adamantium. Oh
0: yeah, they recreated it.
1: A never-duplicated combination of vibranium steel alloy and an unknown catalyst.
0: Dumb. No. No, Wolverine is way better. You want adamantium, Whatever. you don't Wakanda want Wakanda did it right. No, adamantium's better. Uh, uh-uh. 100%. You don't need a combo, Wait, you need the pure pe-
1: shit. People ask, is adamantium stronger than vibranium? While vibranium is the more durable material, adamantium is the more dense material.
0: Love it. I like that.
1: <laughs> if we had to pit the shield versus the claws, since the shield is a vibranium alloy, it can withstand the attack of adamantium claws. Man, this is a nerdy-ass discussion. I like it. <laughs> These are the things that can pop up in my new feed. I don't even want feed. to tell you how much
0: time I've spent already reading that article. <laughs> I've looked it like, up I already day. knew this. <laughs> I have. This oh, the next question
1: it. was, can Wolverine's claws cut through Captain America's shield? <laughs>
0: can i just say right now wolverine will fuck up captain america
1: (laughs) it says that it would just scratch off some of the surface paint
0: yeah but when you're giving it like when it's being used by wolverine captain america is
1: bullshit I'm not talking about him. Give it to somebody else. He's dumb.
0: I think Captain America is one of the dumbest people. I'm talking
1: about material versus material, not people. I don't care about the well, take the people out of
0: it. You can't. You can't. Though it's fused to Wolverine's bones.
1: Adamantium exists outside <laughs> of his body as well. In the in the but universe. in his
0: I in know. the Marvel oh, universe. Wait, every time. Well, okay. <laughs> Captain America is super lame. I hate that. I think character. the little
1: girl the little girl would win baby Wolverine. Oh.
0: Yeah, she's rad. I love her. She's got a uh, an extra claw. So I know. She's got that she going for her. Love that movie. She so was good. so cute. Right.
1: Every dig. time she screamed and got and yelled in Spanish, I was like, "I love you." She's killer. I love her. Absolutely feisty. Uh,
0: I love Wolverine on my dream boat.
1: Yeah. He's kind of a douche, but you know, he can just kind of be there.
0: Nah, he can also
1: he can be with edward scissorhands and s- slice up the frutas <laughs>
0: for the Dull whip i'm not against that i like this yeah i would let wolverine on board would not let cyclops on board get tell eat that right now even though I like James Marsden, and oh. he can come on Dreamboat, but the character Cyclops cannot come aboard. <laughs> he's so lame. He's so stupid. I don't like him. Uh, he's like Captain America. They're dumb. He's
1: like weirdly needy, which I do not like.
0: And they go by the rules too much, and I don't appreciate sh- I just don't. Gotta know
1: when it's okay to bend the rules. They don't know when that is. Or
0: never care if they're being bent. Even better.
1: hmm
0: <laughs> Which is well, I'm
1: just saying, like, if you're going to at least... you got to at least be able to toe the line. Mm-hmm. They don't even want to do that. Captain America only did it at the very, very end. And it, even then, it was still like...
0: Eh. No, he's a... Fuck that guy. He's stupid. <laughs> Someone should have killed him long ago. Wouldn't have been hard. Anyone there could. <laughs> Literally. You could... <laughs> I just can't. He's so stupid. You know what this reminds
1: me of? Our first Patreon episode.
0: Oh my god. Jubilee could fuck up Captain America. Let's just... Put...
1: Sparkles!
0: <laughs> okay. She really could. I can't. At least Cyclops has, like, an actual power. Mm, Captain America true. has... What do you have?
1: Biceps.
0: Your... Oh, great. Strong coughs
1: did not skip plug day
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah he can't afford to he's lame <laughs> <laughs> I mean Marvel has way too much of a hard on for Wolverine and they've overused him a lot too much but mm-hmm. I like him better than Captain America Yeah, but I like Nightcrawler way more than Wolverine <laughs> yes he's the best he can poof, take Wolverine billion, million miles away and just leave him there. I mean, you know what's lame about Wolverine? All you gotta do, mafia style, just send him to the fishes and he's done. <laughs> he's fucking done. Like deep fishes. Yeah, any. No, it could be ten feet down. He's fucked if he's tied up.
1: Okay, wait, which, which nightcrawler?
0: Uh, the well, young kid
1: or Alan Cumming?
0: I'm just thinking comic book, but I love Alan. He's my favorite. Okay, okay. Alan is my favorite. He's the most beautiful, beautiful. When he's retelling his story in the second X-Men, I think, mm-hmm. Um, I love it so much. He's so wonderful. I wish he didn't scar himself. I just like him. I like the, his relationship with Mystique in the comics. Like, I just, I like. Mm -hmm. He's a good time. Power is awesome, too. I hate it when they give characters that I love, like, stunted powers in the movies. It makes me really upset. (laughs) I really, really don't like it. Like, Scarlet Witch would annihilate that fucking entire team and they don't let her. I know. She would annihilate them. I know. With no... Nothing.
1: Thanos would be like...
0: (sighs) Like... What? (laughs) What? No, and they make her—they like dumb her down.
1: I like how she went from like this really thick Russian accent to
0: not. not She's like, I'm bored of this. No one cares. They don't have my powers. Right? What do I care? I'm now
1: American! Yay!
0: (laughs) I grow tired. I it what makes the me movies. mad though she's so like a she's a powerhouse i hated that in the other movies too with rogue she's my favorite comic book character like ever and they did her so dirty she dude so dude, dirty
1: dude she was paquin oh uh... <laughs>
0: She's fine as Suki, but not as I rogue. was going to say,
1: that's actually, like, why I didn't want to watch True Blood, because I was like, no, you fucked Rogue up so bad. But you bad. know what?
0: They, it's no not one even her fault, but yeah. at the same time, like, I hate you. Yeah, because, I mean, like, uh, I have a lot of anger. I love X-Men, so <laughs> I go to every movie because I want to make sure they have my money so they make more. I'm not even kidding you, dude. I've walked so many hours reading everything. <laughs>
1: reading all the comics and plus all the commentary dude
0: when that cartoon used to come on on whatever morning i
1: love
0: i love rogue i love nightcrawler sinister is the weirdest fucked up character ever and um gambit forever i'll have to find a picture of my birthday cake where it was gambit (laughs) because i love him so much it was like was I there for that potentially? And it was a sheet cake, a half sheet, and I, <laughs> mom has it's always like been. They a half. And the birthday cakes and like making them fun, like we always would go and have, I could pick out in the book at Safeway or wherever we were, and it was like really fun for me because I love cake mm-hmm. decorating. It's like a weird nerd thing of mine. I really like <laughs> cake decorating. I really love it. Okay, <laughs> and but this year I was like, no, no. don't want cake book i want gambit and then so we had to like i had to give the place a picture of him Mm -hmm. like (laughs) the best picture side note the picture came from this light box that i had that you could plug in and it would shine so it's a box with a light behind it and then like transparent Mm -hmm. like film that's in front of it yeah 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 and i wanted that Mm -hmm. specific picture on my cake so then we used that one and then they printed it it was the best (laughs) cake (laughs) was good cake. I love Remy Lebeau so much. He's my <laughs> most favorite. Him and Rogue forever. I have a picture of them in my night guys Hutch next to me at all times because I love them so much. I <laughs> oh, want a night guys Hutch. It's good. Then you can put Rogue and Gambit in there for yourself.
1: <laughs> As you pour four, more wine four, four, four.
0: <laughs> to discuss I do love him, because Gambit is cheeky, he's chivalrous, he is uh, strong, and he has a great Cajun accent, and he's got good hair, cheekbones. Mm. We discussed this on our Patreon. So he's on
1: the dream boat. Got it. One
0: million percent. I don't know who I want to play him yet. I know Channing Tatum was, like... It's like a personal project that he
1: wants. I heard that Ryan Reynolds at one point also was considered.
0: Before, but it's like all Channing. He's like invested a bunch huh. of money into it. He's wow. trying to push it. Kind of like how Margot Robbie does Harlequin. That's mm-hmm. Channing Tatum's thing. He's doing that with us. Wow. He has been for like six years or something crazy.
1: He wants to make it happen. Just make that shit happen I mean, just like, so that I we can at least can do have it, a movie. Oh my God.
0: He better have like. He better bring hardcore swagger, because I just don't see him as Gambit.
1: He's just such a dork after watching the mm. <laughs> 21 Jump Street movies. <laughs> I think those movies are funny. Like, they're totally stupid. I
0: don't remember the second one. I remember it, but I remember it being the exact uh, same as the first. And I didn't like it. It is literally the same. The movie. same. yeah. That's mm-hmm. all I remember. I, I, I don't know if I liked it or not. I like Magic Mike better. I haven't seen it. But I like the second one, because that one's fun. I didn't see oh, dude, you gotta either. watch it. They're fun. The first one's more um, dramatic. It's a lot about yeah, his like relationship with like himself. Can I
1: skip it and watch the funny one? Yeah, yeah, it makes no okay. difference. I don't.
0: Okay. Um, it, the, just the Cause first because I have no interest of, it, in drama
1: movies. <laughs> it's
0: like a a lighthearted drama, I guess. I don't know. It's not like you think though, where everyone was like, "Oh, Magic Mike." You watch the first ten minutes, and that's like the like scene where they're all dancing and then it turns into a movie the second one is about them like competing to be the best and that's all it's about and it's way more fun (laughs) i like that one (laughs) great we should go to that uh real life event i don't think that would be great we would make it fun i can go anywhere and make anything fun i
1: guess i guess it would be
0: i'd laugh so hard
1: that's the thing. Like I wouldn't fi- I wouldn't be like, Woohoo, this is so sexy. No, I'd be like, This is awkward.
0: I, mean, I love awkward. I live in that space. It's my sweet spot.
1: <laughs> You're like, "Oh, everybody feels uncomfortable. I like it I'm now. Settle
0: it in. <laughs> I love that. Drinking song. your olive juice. Just <laughs> Go mind <Miami>, me, ladies. <laughs> Awkward's where I feel at home. That's why I feel good. Because it, you know why? I do like it when people
1: are unhappy with what's going
0: on. (laughs) Thriving there. Yeah. Because, you know, like, if I, if I ignore that something is awkward, you know what that does? It shifts it one million percent to everybody else's problem. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Okay. That's my most favorite thing. Hey, uh, does this make you feel weird? I don't care. <laughs> that's the best. Okay. Like yeah. And you know what's great about that is then if somebody tries to make you feel bad for it, you don't care. <laughs> so they feel worse.
1: <laughs> so now they're mad at you and they feel uncomfortable. Yeah.
0: I mean, whatever. That's, that's when a you just pull Lebowski and you go, Hey, that's like your opinion, man. <laughs> You can feel that way all you want. I don't feel that way, though. So, uh, gonna drink my olive juice. <laughs> it's <laughs> <a> lizard. <laughs>
1: Alright. Let's end this. Let these people go about their lives so they can join us next year. And I just
0: say that I want to close this year out by saying John Wick, Keanu Reeves, <laughs> is the captain of my dream boat. Oh, okay. I want to specify. I want him to know who he is as he sails on into the new year. <laughs> as he sails us into March of yep, next year. 19th.
1: Let's just bypass the beginning of the year and just go straight to March. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, because we were discussing, I don't, so this has already been discussed, who our favorite Johnny is. And I just wanted to make sure people understood that when I say dreamboat captain, well, no, we're the captains. I'm the captain, now. John Wick is co-captain.
1: Mm, okay. Second in command. Okay. Um, would it be okay if I shared the Christmas message that was sent to us today?
0: Oh, please do. I'd love to hear it again.
1: I know. Okay, guys, we're going to share something that was sent to us from our favorite burrito boys. This was not meant to be, like, an advertisement for them. They just... They're good people. So if you guys have not listened to the Burrito... The Grief... I almost called the Burrito Boys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's probably a podcast with that name. We're sending people Ah, over shit. There. God nice. damn it.
1: No, listen to the Grief Burrito podcast. They are so funny. Also,
0: they have accents. So if you don't have one and you love guys with British accents, I mean, head over there for that alone. It's lovely. Yeah.
1: They're fantastic. Plus, they're really funny
0: kind. And they don't human. just
1: talk about video games, if video games aren't your thing, once a month they do have spooky burritos. And for the entire month of October, they have a bunch of spooky burritos and their shit is so good. And they also actually do like sound effects and stuff, which is somewhere that I'm lacking, but I'm just going to give that to them. They they win there. <laughs> so anyway, this is a message to us from them it was so sweet that we just had to share because we love them so much. So Jordan, Harrison, thank you so much.
0: Erica and Liana, you two are the most impressive, lovely and downright amazing podcasters we have ever heard. And we wouldn't be where we are or anywhere possibly even exist without you two. So we just wanted to send you a little message. You're an inspiration to anyone wanting to start out and a beacon for anyone wanting to learn about anything cryptid, culty, and true crime. Thank you for being mm-hmm. a cornerstone in our lives and we absolutely adore you both.
1: And we still can't
0: believe that we actually know you let alone that we're all friends. All our Christmasy love, Harrison and Jordan. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Oh, that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was my favorite.
1: <laughs> Merry Christmas you guys. It. You guys are so sweet. And can thank I you just so much
0: too, besides them being the best and I love them. Um, If there's anyone else out there who has uh, debated reaching out to us to just kind of say hi or ask a question because maybe you want to start a podcast or if it's a paranormal question or literally anything, please reach out to us. We're super friendly and we Mm -hmm. always encourage people saying hi to us, asking a question or... Even if it's just support with something, like, please do! We always respond, and we are about as non-judgmental of anyone. We love to judge each other and stupid people, but (laughs) you guys, we will never. So it's a safe space, and if you ever want to talk to us, please do. We really enjoy hearing hearing from you. Um, We get a lot of um, enjoyment out of it. Um, whether it's serious or just silly, um, I, we love it all. So um, please do. We get so
1: excited. It's so touching when our listeners reach out to us. And I, I know this is like bragging or whatever, but we have some of the, like the nicest yeah, people and it that makes listen to us.
0: And it's all worthwhile. It's the cherry on it top. It makes my heart so happy. It's, it's really cool. And um, so if you've ever felt like you can't approach us... Get that thought out of your head, and please do, because we would love to hear from you. Um, we're a little bit more, we're the most active on Instagram, so if you do want to reach out to us, do it on there, or our email, which is nightguyspod at gmail.com. Perfect. And, um, or if you're old-fashioned and you want to write us a letter, you can do that too. We are P.O. Box <laughs> um <laughs> 8553 in Santa Rosa, California, 95407. Um, We'll check it every once in a while because COVID (laughs) sucks, (laughs) but um, we do check it. So even if you want to hand write a snail mail letter to us, um, we'll get that and write back to you that way too, if that's your fancy. Um, But we really, really, really appreciate you guys. Um, This year has been Super duper shitty for everybody, some people shittier than others, but you know what? Doing this and connecting with everybody has made it a little bit better, and we can't thank you enough for that. It's been something really lovely for us to look forward doing, not just between us, but because you guys listen, and it's it's really awesome. Like, Mm -hmm. we're really jaded, horrible people, but (laughs) like... This means so much to us, and um, truly, it can't thank you guys enough for listening to us and making this yeah. year tolerable and so amazing because you guys are a part of it. Yeah,
1: and also one final message to our listeners that have COVID um, or that have had COVID. Uh, please, please get better. We worry about you a lot. And we appreciate you letting us know that this is one of those things that kind of helps get you through it. And to everybody, please stay safe. We really worry about everybody.
0: We do. We worry a lot. <laughs> Use lots of hand sanitizer. Wear your mask. We love you all. And we also believe that everybody is essential. I don't yes. care what the government says. Oh, if you fuck are the government. <laughs> listed as essential or not, you're essential to us. So
1: You're a human. Um, you're essential. You're an animal. You're essential. All of it. Yes.
0: Be kind to yourself in the new year, and we love you guys. We really do. Bigfoot mm. loves you. Mothman loves you. Jersey Devil believes in you. Aliens <laughs> can suck a dick. And... So can Chupacabra. <laughs> He's an ass. <laughs> and you know what? John Wick's there for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to hold on to that.
1: He'll captain that dreamboat. Into the he new will. year. He'll into March. Us,
0: um, new horizon. March nineteenth.
1: Is that no. the date? March
0: nineteenth. You know, at the end of pirates when he's like <laughs> he takes the compass and he's like blah 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 and straight on till morning. That's yes. what that's what Keon is gonna do. Good. Good. See that's where we're at, guys. Bring uh. on that horizon. <laughs> <laughs> Dudes,
1: well, my dudes. This is the Night Guys podcast. I'm Liana. I'm
0: Erica. Bye. We'll see you tomorrow, New Year's Eve. Burr. Bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs>